I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, December 21st, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, as you start planning your Swift holiday exit, don't forget to set the out-of-office message. Something warm enough to let everyone know you will get to their note, but assertive enough so that they know that it won't be any time before January 2nd. Now, according to experts, you should keep your note short and simple, since not everyone will be in the mood to hear about your travel plans or holiday puns. That's pretty good advice, but for what it's worth, at least we look forward to reading your best attempts at a holiday joke when we send out our daily newsletter, which you should be subscribed to, and we see all the auto responses come back to us. But Peak Pals, I know we're entering the last few days of the week here before the holidays. We really hope you have a great holiday, and we've got some big changes coming up from the Peak Daily, which I'm excited to share with you very soon. Now, for today, we've got a great episode for you for our first story, and it has spent big on surveillance drones. For our second story, Canada taps into geothermal power. And for our third story, Canadian innovation funding hits another snag. For our first story, better late than never, Canada is starting to pour more cash into its defense strategy. Here's where the money's going. So Canada will invest nearly $2.5 billion to acquire 11 remotely piloted MQ-9B Sky Guardian drones for the Canadian Air Force. The move will beef up capabilities for domestic military missions, those with the U.S. through NORAD, as well as those with close allies. These drones, all roughly the size of fighter jets, will also be used to both monitor Canada's coastline and territory and support natural disaster response efforts. While they'll only be armed for specific tasks, their ability to detect, identify, track, and engage targets is particularly valuable in diverse environments like Canada's north. It matters because Canada has long faced criticism for doing the least around defense, but recent investments mark the beginning of a turnaround. Last year, Canada committed $4.9 billion over the next six years to modernizing the North American surveillance system. Earlier this year, Canada also agreed to buy 16 P-8A Poseidon aircraft to replace the aging CP-140 Aurora Maritime Patrol aircraft to seamlessly operate with its allies. Next, the investment also includes the cost to build and operate new ground control stations, aircraft hangars, weapons, and training tech, according to BNN Bloomberg. The first delivery is expected in 2028, with full operational capability projected by 2033. For our second story, a northern Alberta town with a population of 577 people could be the site of a renewable energy breakthrough. The town of Rainbow Lake will kick off a pilot project that could power the entire area with geothermal energy, where energy is created by turbines that are spun by heat extracted from underground water, and this could all happen by 2028. That's the first town in Canada to do so. Geothermal power is most common in volcanic regions and ones near fault lines like Indonesia, El Salvador, and Iceland. But the Rainbow Lake pilot will test technology that moves water deeper into the ground to warm it up, making geothermal power possible in colder places. It matters because the project could prove the viability of geothermal power while lowering energy bills for residents. Buying electricity directly from a local plant instead of the power grid means cutting costs to distribute power. Plus, no fossil fuels means no carbon tax. For an oil town like Rainbow Lake, the project could also stabilize the local economy and attract more climate-conscious residents. Canada has a lot of literal untapped geothermal potential. The Geological Survey of Canada said in 2012 that geothermal sources could produce 1 million times the country's electrical consumption. 
But while there are over 100,000 sites using geothermal sources to generate heat, none are using it as a sole source of electricity generation. The Swan Hills Geothermal Power Project began running this year but uses a mix of geothermal and natural gas. Next, there are projects that won't power an entire town, but will each add a few megawatts of geothermal power to the grid. The deep project in Saskatchewan will be the first entirely geothermal site when it goes online next summer, with the two-day Ka project at the Fort Nelson First Nations following in 2026. For a third story, Canada is a land of innovation. Look no further than the pizza dip roller or ketchup chips. Unfortunately, innovation funding continues to be a serious challenge. The Canadian Innovation Corporation, the CIC, a new innovation funding body that was supposed to launch this year, will now be up and running no later than 2026-2027. This vague timeline puts the CIC's existence in jeopardy as a federal election is set for 2025. If a new party gains power before it launches, it could be scrapped entirely. The CIC was supposed to get $2.6 billion over four years to invest in businesses looking to innovate, but the feds have had trouble building it from scratch and finding someone to run it. This matters because it's the latest in a line of federal innovation letdowns, like the multi-billion dollar supercluster program criticized for delivering no results, or the federal green tech subsidy body, which has had its funds frozen amidst allegations of mismanagement. Canada's innovation output has been slipping for some time, though it still places high in the global innovations ranking. 15th place overall, now that's 8 spots lower than where it was 8 15 years ago, and lower than every G7 nation besides Italy. Which brings us to the big picture. More innovation leads to higher productivity, and right now Canada needs a boost of productivity like a fish needs water. Productivity has fallen in 12 of the last 13 quarters since 2016, and if this trend doesn't reverse, Canada will fulfill the embarrassing prophecy of becoming the worst performing advanced economy of the next 40 years. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review? And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Peak.com.